This is Managing Mayhem. Presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Managing Mayhem with Patty, Jeff, and Jack. We're here hanging out. What's going on, you guys? I'm doing great. Just got back from Chicago. Oh, good. What's going on? I just uh, spent the last five minutes putting Matthew down to the sweet, sweet song of Dance Magic Dance by David Bowie. <laughs> so. If you don't know it, it's from Labyrinth, it's, and it is it is a good song. And it David is the, Bowie? Oh. How about Fleetwood Mac? The only <laughs> song that will get Matthew down for like... 20 minutes so <laughs> i love that i love that you panicked when you first thought of it and we're like what the hell do i think right that? like you, you, it's your first child you don't have like all these like lullabies off the top you of don't your have head the it's, you literally have christmas songs and apparently david bowie's dance magic dance from labyrinth <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a great movie classic okay so what's the mayhem this week i want to know chicago what was going on okay so annie one of your sisters was coaching uh, youth soccer. So I'm like, I'm going to go watch. Yeah. They're pretty good this year. But I, I'm sitting at a bench, like, the, you know, where the goalie was. And this guy was just really annoying me. <laughs> he was in scrubs and he had a logo. And it said, I mean, really bold so I could read it. Um, pediatric, some pediatric medical clinic. And like he's, embroidered or something. Right. And, and I remember thinking, oh. Dad, he's on the run. Right. This guy, throughout the game, is the biggest jerk. Yelling, like, move around, you're killing the grass to these little nine-year-olds. <laughs> and then at one point, he started calling him by number. Play some freaking defense, number nine. <laughs> I came here to be entertained. <laughs> he actually said, 11 and 12, you're losers. Why don't you take a baseball? I mean, first of all, don't diss on baseball. Second of all, don't diss on the nine-year-olds. I tried to exercise restraint, Good. but it really made me think, here's this guy, he's representing his business. Great publicity, you know. And he's... it actually was a pediatric clinic, and he's screaming <laughs> at nine-year-olds. He's not taking any losers as clients. My clients are winners. <laughs> it's horrible. Either way, though, you're going to start, everyone who's looking at it is associating that person's behavior with with the company, whether or not they're, you know, working right. or not. Exactly. And so my question is, do you know where your logo is? Oh. Yeah. Your company brand. This, I don't think when they issued that scrub, they were thinking he was going to be <laughs> screaming to nine-year-olds that they're losers. Okay. So I, I mean, obviously when you're wearing a logo, you're representing someone. Should companies let people wear them off duty because i feel like people can get real wild off duty well not that guy <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying sure. like you don't know i mean i get it a lot of companies it's a marketing uh, right. aspect where they want people to wear their <laughs> brand like... wear a polo or a baseball hat right actually that guy was just planted there and just like had a bad day <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of benefits but then the cons are you got the lunatic yelling at kids right. i mean right. that's the the drawback i mean we see these stories all the time in the news. Like, you just look at the January 6th insurrection. They were just pulling up pictures of people in the Capitol. Right. Like, they pulled up the one, uh, the Olympic swimmer wearing his USA Olympic swimming jacket. Right. Dead giveaway. And, yeah. Right. Like, oh, we know who that guy is. He's a two-time Olympian. So, he's going to be charged and i think he put is there a pool nearby or does he want to hurt someone and, and he wasn't peaceful protesting no 
He's just looking for my pants. <laughs> He's got really strong lats. But I mean, like another one, they had a guy who was wearing his ID badge and the company immediately fired him because... He breached the Capitol. Right. <laughs> you weren't invited in. I've seen it locally where, you know, I don't know how many times clients have called me about the Idaho Steelheads games. And I know you're like, what? <laughs> I would never have thought that was a sentence you were going to say. For those who don't live in Idaho, the Idaho Steelheads are a professional hockey team. They have these boxes that corporate offices and organizations rent out. They come there with their banner, their logos on, and they're just cussing, throwing beers. It's pretty embarrassing to a company when they come, they market. They spend money. And then people are chucking beers off yeah. of the, the balcony onto others. You know, it doesn't really attract customers. Also, we had it both, Patty, where Caldwell Knight Rodeo. Oh, um, that's another I mean, spot. that's a huge sponsor. All of a sudden, they're, they're drunk employees wearing their company stuff. Those are really things that you go to do, like, where people are wilding out. You're saying it's an assumption of risk for the, for the sponsor? <laughs> I'm like, I work for AT&T, and I am stoked. And a little pissed. But when you're calling someone an, a mother effing, you know, son of a goat. It's a bad image. I mean, I think that's the thing. You go in with the good intentions of being a sponsor, gain your name out there, and then your name right. is out there as they're just a bunch of drunk a-holes who are screaming at people and fighting, right? Son of right. a goat. Is that a phrase? Son of a motherless goat, I think, is the phrase. Motherless. But it is weird, though, because I'm sure people who work for the companies and stuff, they're like don't really know them in a rodeo. I mean, I don't know most people in a rodeo setting, but but you don't know how they're going to act and they are representing you. Right. Honestly, most drinking isn't even occurring at a Steelheads game or a rodeo. Most people are just going to bars after work, still in uniform. Right, right. I mean, people are going to, to bars, going to Chuck E. Cheese's, and they're in your logo. So <laughs> Wait, who goes to Chuck E. Cheese after work? <laughs> who in uniform is going to Chuck E. Cheese? Also, like, alone? <laughs> Wow, we just finished this big project. Let's go have a beer at Chuck E. Cheese. Or better yet, I'd like to have go have a beer alone. <laughs> I'd like a roll of tokens and a slice in the pitcher. You can't come in. But, you know, that's where most people do go. That's why they invented happy hour. Bars. Right. People there, have some cheap drink. Right. Bars. Chuck bars. E. Cheese is okay. not a bar. Yeah, exactly. I got confused. All right. So whether it's bars insurrections steelheads games Just standard wednesday nights I, I do think you have to balance the risk the reputational risk right. to your company you know i get it jeff what you were saying about wanting to market that's great mm -hmm. but there also are legal risk people misbehave sometimes if you're going to give out swag or marketing gear hats and polos whatever Put some parameters on, some conditions on it that right. you do represent the company. Um, because I do think it is good marketing yeah. in general. But if there's a problem, you're going to discipline for it and there are going to be consequences. I think it's okay to say you put on our our brand, our logo. Yep. We have to make sure our reputation is remains whole. You put on my brand, you stand tall. <laughs> you be strong. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think having some language of parameters is, is really important. Yes. Aside from off-duty conduct, the other place where I've seen this a lot is when people are on duty and they're representing their company. Right. When I was a public defender, I'd have clients who would come in all the time wearing their like subway uniform. And they're going to be sentenced for three counts of possession of marijuana. And I know Subway stands by me. 
<laughs> I, Jeff, I could actually see why they're wearing it to show them they're gainfully employed, but I would Truly. think that most of my clients would be mortified by that. Oh, that's actually a good point that someone even would wear it though, because it showed that they were employed. But it is eight to five, they're working, they're in their uniform. And I've never, I have never seen a policy said, please put a shirt or jacket over your logo if you're getting sentenced for a crime. <laughs> you don't know if they're on the clock, right? You, if they're just sneaking out. And then, and then like in Idaho, the jail was connected to the courthouse. And so there'd be times when we'd go to sentence the client and the judge would immediately put him into custody. And all of a sudden that's, that's oh, subway employee. That employee's gone for the rest of the day, right? <laughs> They're in cuffs just wearing the subway thing. Like, I'd do it again. And you know, they never call the employer as their first phone first and only phone call. I had know? one I had one client where we're doing a, a sentencing and he goes, Your Honor, my boss is in the back of the courtroom. And the judge says, Okay, would you like to say anything as his boss? And I'm thinking, awesome. This yeah. is great, you know. Vouching the, for him. The, the yeah. boss stands up and he goes, he was the worst employee I've ever had. And I just want to make sure he knows he's never getting his job back. <laughs> Why'd he invite him? Why'd you come? <laughs> I, I, I used to, this sounds like a, I had a friend who did this, but I really did have a friend who did this. I didn't do it. It wasn't you. No, we worked at this <laughs> restaurant in New York and this friend um, they weren't really a friend, they were his coworker, and we all had to wear shirts that said the restaurant name on it. And on his break, he would go and kind of take like sort of sexy photos or sensual photos to send okay. to someone he was uh, like dating or whatever, just like someone on Instagram or literally, I don't know, anyone. And he, but on it, he just saw our logo for the company and then just like, Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. And, and he thought it was okay because he was on break. But then I'm like, it says the name. Like, it, no one really cares whether you're on a break. They just see the, no, people are just yeah. going to see the uniform, the name, and they're going to see the conduct. Right. Um, exactly. Whether or not they know it's uh, on the clock for that one, I guess. Right. And I do think, though, that employers should set expectations that from the time that you put on that uniform or logo, at the beginning of the day, during your commute, work, lunch, commuting, that's right. You're going to be expected during that whole time period to be respectful. I mean, right. because think how many people flip people off or cut people off driving to work in their uniforms. Constantly. God, this guy from AT&T was a real a-hole in the traffic this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to give everyone 5G internet. Come on. <laughs> it's it's really irrelevant that he's on a break. You know, it's just, it's the whole workday start to finish. Sure. I don't it, even think about that because people have to put on the, the uniform with the logo to get in the car. So as soon as they have that... It's like we're off to the races a little bit. And then even to get home or after work. Yeah, let's face it. A lot of the rage happens either in a vehicle, on the way out, or in the middle of posting on social media. What I, I like, I, there's like this trend. Uh, I mean, well, trend. TikToks, right, are becoming a huge. Okay, it's trendy. Were you supposed to say TikTok has become a huge thing? <laughs> like, like, welcome to 2019. Uh, so there's this great app called eBay. <laughs> okay, real quick, have you guys seen the TikTok trend of people hitting each other in the face with like a tortilla or I something? I love that. And you have water in your mouth and you slap and then the first person to spit up, I don't know, gets a prize. No. What is our world what? coming to? What's going on? Which will pass. <laughs> 
but all these employees, <laughs> all these employees are like posting these TikTok videos, just ripping on customers. Like there was one where <laughs> this lady at Olive Garden. I mean, not even their employer? No, they're ripping on the customers. This lady at Olive Garden customers is just like all upset that their customers taking advantage of the apparently unlimited <laughs> soup and salad. I think she your goes, bread is hard as a rock. I do. I'm no, sorry. it's so oily and good. Your family there. <laughs> Unless you're an employee who's calling everyone who has the soup and salads, those MFers. Oh, I so. think I saw that oh, too. Oh, wow. I will empathize. I used to work at a restaurant where all the kids ate for free. And I thought, screw this. <laughs> so Jeff, did they get fired? They got fired. But I love what I kind of like about this because there's another one in Starbucks where they were just like making fun of the demanding. Wait, were they in their uniforms? Yeah, they're in their uniform. They're probably in the office too. Oh, yeah. I know the one at Starbucks, they were actually in the, the Starbucks just making fun of all the needy customers and uh starbucks could be challenging everyone's pissed in the morning getting to work like everyone gets mad when i say may i have a medium it's like it's a grande it's a grande <laughs> i'm too afraid to go out. i don't know the skate like the the language if you don't know the language you should get out of the drive through line <laughs> wait so so jeff what happened at the starbucks so one example of what what the guy would do on the on the on this tiktok uh was <laughs> If they if they said that like the drink was too cold and they need it hotter, he would just throw it behind him. Or if someone wanted extra whipped cream, he would just overflow the the cup with whipped cream <laughs> in uniform. It sounds. I I mean I think I'm gonna start following him. I guess on this it sounds entertaining. Well, he goes. I love this though. This is the quote of the day. He goes. E Eli, Eli's his name. Uh, he said, Jeff's just, just outing this guy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's an article. <laughs> Eli from Indiana. <laughs> Eli, get on our show and defend yourself. He goes, he doesn't feel like the firing was justified, but he would trade all of his views and likes for his job back right now. <laughs> oh. That's just like that sad story. Eli. I might be an Eli stan because sometimes those jobs are so frustrating. But I just, I love though, there's like this sense of, this sense of martyrdom though on some of these. Whereas an employer, you're like, what the you're hell? Paid. Like, get back to work. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And you're like making fun of like the, the people who pay us so we can pay you your, what are you doing? You're in the bathroom taking nudes. <laughs> and you're wearing our logo. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You ungrateful child. You know, obviously, it's going to be easier for the Starbucks, Olive Gardens, all these to discipline someone for on-duty conduct. The problem is a lot of that on-duty conduct happens where they can't see it, like when you're being sentenced for a crime. And so mm, I think that right. you're going to have to, again, either tie it to your respectful workplace policy or educate people, have a good apparel use policy of what they're supposed to be doing during the day when they're representing you with their logo because even if it's not on blast on social media whoever's in that room is going to start making associations and maybe even spread by word of mouth right, right. i mean be very clear about the expectations of when you're in the uniform this is what we expect of you these are our values as a company and you need to demonstrate that respectful workplace i mean there's a lot of legal risk because if especially if they're on company time in your uniform and they do something unlawful that's coming back to the employer. I think the other thing to consider is all these things when you're issuing it and trying to get it back, the uniform, because to me, there's a beware of the vengeful former employee or an impersonator. 
I was trying to clarify. So you want to make sure that when people no longer work there, that they return the uniform that was issued to them. Absolutely. That's smart. I mean, some companies like Chick-fil-A, they give you the uniform for free if you work there for six months or they charge you $30 to buy the Chick-fil-A shirt. Who's going to buy this Chick-fil-A shirt? Chick-fil-A fanatic? I don't know. Is it an attractive logo or a nice slim fit? I think it's the tailoring on them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that at all because, you know, you want to preserve your brand. And so you want to give these out and get them back. I don't want to see it eventually... Again, maybe in a thrift shop by someone who isn't an employee or by someone who's an ex-employee who hates you and they go on the TikTokery. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I can I can pretend I work here. Right. There was that Comcast employee, remember? I don't know when it was, but it was the person that dressed up as a Comcast employee and then went into people's houses to like scope things out and just stole a bunch of their stuff. Oh, that was bad. Hi guys, I work for Comcast. Do you guys have an Xbox? I tell you, though, though, the impersonating through a uniform that someone could get secondhand or they could wear to a Halloween right. costume or they could do anything. It seems pretty easy. Yeah, it seems easy. So I, I would try to the extent you can, you know, recover those uniforms. Right. Um, Even if you're not going to, like, use them again, no one wants, like, a really pitted out Chick-fil-A shirt. But, like, right. just to yeah. get them out of circulation, right? Yeah, that last day of employment, let's, let's get them. I've seen even... You know, impersonation obviously can get more serious, too. Mm -hmm. You obviously don't want people letting someone in their home that has some power or, you know, gas company or, you know, anything like that. You've seen it all the time. I know I'm a former prosecutor. I get a little paranoid about it, but you do have to be careful on that. That's true. So So collect those uh, uniforms, anything with your logo at the end of employment. But I mean, going forward, actually take a look at your dress code policy, maybe create an apparel use policy. Mm -hmm. If you want people to market for you, put some parameters there so that there's an understanding of what they can and cannot do when they're using it. And you also show that you've done your due diligence if there's some third party liability risk. Uh, I, I think I would key in on off-duty conduct, on-duty, mm-hmm. what is the full work day, um, also issuance and return, and that will help you beef it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just think about what you want, what your goal is, and... And then just dance, magic dance, baby. <laughs> that that magic dance has probably worn off, and I should probably go pick up that screaming child. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. And if anyone has any questions regarding logos or branding apparel or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and if anyone has any suggestions on what they do from a business standpoint with their apparel after the fact, where do they go? The Graveyard of Logos. I'm going to go to the thrift store right now and get a new job at Comcast. (laughs) And get myself a brand new stereo from my neighbor. All right, guys. All right. We hope your week is mayhem free and we'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Sounds great. Bye. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your judgment where you're not your mom.